Hey y'all, it's me again with another episode of the Authenticated Podcast. On this weekend's episode, I am actually having a special guest, the most special guest, as it is my boyfriend. And we are going to be sharing a short and sweet story of my journey. I will be honest, I did the shroomies, mushrooms, my journey with mushrooms. (laughs) I can't even say it out loud. It's so crazy. I am someone who has never smoked weed or done any drugs, but I've recently come across a lot of research about the benefits of using shrooms for medicinal and mental breakthroughs, spiritual awakenings, and to aid with anxiety and depression. I thought I would give it a try, and my boyfriend and I are here to share the story. If you like this episode, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a review. Hi, babe. Hi. Would you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. My name is Michael. And, and you are I'm in just, relation to me. You're a partner. That's an angel lucky guy. <laughs> I know I am. Call it luck or call it destiny. <laughs> so you and I went on a journey yesterday. Yeah. That I've never been on. Do you want to tell everybody what we did? Yeah, so Brittany being the pure no drugs used ever girl that she is did drugs for the first time but not just to get high spiritual journey and I was along for the ride my journey was pretty positive and light and kind of more on clouds I've been through a few trips maybe one or two bad ones that weren't really bad they were more mind opening and this was more of Brittany's mind opening journey yeah. And my reaffirming. So I ventured the idea of trying shroomies, as I call them, when I found out that people are using them for psychedelic breakthroughs and spiritual awakenings and that they have the potential, if used right, to deplete five years or so of anxiety and depression and all sorts of mental challenges and ailments. So I was convinced that this was a good experience to go on. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, oh, I have a boyfriend. He knows how to do this. Let's do this together. And then we learned some things. So before going on our journey, we did some things differently than what you're used to. So what did you used to do when you went, when you just used shrooms for fun? Uh, Yeah, I would pick a good place in nature usually. Um, and pick the right people that I wanted to do it with. I would always do it with people and never date it alone. Kind of feels like drinking alone in a way. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's also a little scary on your own. It's nice to have somebody with you. I would always do it with people. Um, I started doing it when I was 16. And I've done it maybe like once every two years since then. Right. And um, it varies based on the mushrooms. Some, one time, uh, me and a few friends we had 3.5 grams and it didn't do anything at all because they were just bad mushrooms and then one time I did a 2.5 mushroom chocolate and it was one of the strongest trips I ever had so it varies I think also um, product to product maybe strain to strain yeah a lot of them are different and uh, the experiences I had were usually in the woods Mm -hmm. pretty much always in the woods Um, 
One time I did go to a party, wrong idea. Everybody there was just drinking and so we're like, oh my God, did you hear what she also said? Me and my friend Chris were just like, I gotta get out of here right now. I can't even look these people in the face. So not a good idea to go hang out with people who aren't high on mushrooms when you're high on mushrooms. Kind of yeah. doesn't bring the trip to the right place. Right. So, um, yeah, usually, and especially after that, I would always focus on territory and like surroundings and people. I never really focused as intently as we did on this journey because you were more guided by like people who do it as a spiritual journey less as like a way to open your mind and have fun yeah um it was more like specific to a certain goal in mind yeah Uh, and prior to this journey that we just did i would do it um to expand my mind but i wasn't as like specific to what i was looking to do and what i was looking to overcome and all that stuff Mm -hmm. i just kind of had fun and things would happen and i would grow each trip for sure a lot and a lot of things that I wasn't expecting or I wasn't planning on during the trip would happen. Right. So even though I didn't go in it with intent, I always came out of it with some sort of growth. Um, and I feel like I went through a lot in some of the earlier trips for sure. And now that I've done it a few times, um, and I've also like made a lot of effort to find my path and follow my path up to this point, Yeah. that my last trip was just like floating on a cloud. It was more like I felt like I was connected to God and that I was safe and that I was empowered rather than I was going through turmoil of any kind there was zero turmoil on my trip but I've had trips like that before Mm -hmm. um yeah I would usually go to a park with friends and we just go hiking around and just let the trip take hold and laugh our faces off and then cry a little bit and then laugh a little more and play with random insects and bits of nature that interest us way more when we were high on mushrooms yeah one revelation i came to that i always remember was when it was uh, sunrise and i think i did about it was, it was a decent amount i think i don't remember i didn't always count we kind of just ate caps and just went for it yeah so we weren't always counting grams this time maybe it was like two three grams i don't it was it was enough to really have an experience mm-hmm. my friend and i we were watching the sunrise and we're just watching this tiny tiny insect and i'm just thinking about its world i'm just like wow <laughs> like we are just like this insect to to in some other perspective like that scene in the men in black when it's like they're talking about how this the secret thing they're trying to find is on orion's belt mm-hmm. well it's actually on someone's belt right whose name was on orion or something and it was like a little like kind of rock and you look at it and inside it is a whole galaxy and universe mm-hmm. and so it was kind of that perspective thing that you realize on mushrooms that there is a whole universe within this tiny little like grain of sand, you know? When you shrink our planet and think about it as a small, tiny little thing, mm-hmm. it you can see the relationship and how like big and small is there's no end to big or small. Right. It just goes on forever. Yeah. Until the quantum level and once it gets there, it becomes basically whatever you want it to be. Right. And so I had that kind of revelation um, that time on mushrooms, uh, looking at a tiny insect, just like, wow, that's its universe. But like, we're just a small, we're not any, we're not any bigger. It's just perspective to that and the way I see it. But when like other creatures looking down on us, maybe aliens or whatever, not going to get into the alien talk, but um, (laughs) yeah. Aliens uh, will be our next episode. (laughs) Yeah. See, uh, see it the same way as me looking at a tiny insect. Mm -hmm. And then I also, at that point, looked across to this beautiful sunrise view 
And I was like, it's so awesome over there. Don't you want to go over there, Jim? I was hanging with my friend Jim. I was like, don't you want to be over there? He's like, yeah, it's beautiful. And I was like, you know what, though? Going there is not going to give us the experience we have here. It's here that's the good place because we can see there. Yeah. It's the view. Yeah. When you look at a place and you see the view, you think you want to be there. And I realize that's envy. It's like sometimes we envy situations, but really we don't realize that like it's it's nice to see that. But what would it be like to be there? Right. You know, even and you can think about people that way, like, oh, you envy somebody, but like, do you really envy their life? Let's get down and dirty and talk about the real details of it. Right. What about yourself is missing that you need to find versus yeah. finding it in someone else and being jealous of it. Yeah. And that's like the grass is greener, you know? Exactly. And so from then on, I kind of, yeah, saw the greater meaning in space and um, a greater meaning in like being happy in your own shoes too. And learning from men in black. And learning from the men in black, yeah. Remember the scene where the guy keeps getting his head shut off in that movie? And it keeps and growing it keeps back. Growing back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I haven't been on a journey. I haven't even smoked weed or anything. Very innocent. And um, once I realized that uh, shrooms can be used for better purposes, not just to get high. I mean, you already know I'm high on life without drugs. It's just more about when I have breakthroughs. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I learned going into this is that you have to set an intention. You should journal and you should manifest what you want that experience to look like. Um, but if you go into these situations, bringing your anxiety or your fear or your apprehension with you, your trip and your experience is going to be a reflection of that. If you aren't centered in your intention so I remember coming to your house in the morning and being like, I'm actually fine. And, but I was just trying to quiet my mind, but my mind was going a mile a minute. And I had asked for the journey that I was meant to have without being specific. And I didn't know that that would be a dark journey. But when I got into my journey, we could safely say it was quite intense. Yeah, the way that you described it for sure. Yeah, and you felt like you when we held hands, you were taking some of my negative energy and the fight I was going through away from me. Mm -hmm. I saw myself standing on an ocean in a like warrior one pose with a beam coming from the sky between two mountains. And then when I was holding your hand, I was seeing like a spiraling black hole that was just getting eaten up by the light. Right. When you were saying like you were giving energy to me, that's the kind of vision I started getting. And when you talked about your spirit, I said that oh your spirit doesn't have power over you like you have power over it and then your spirit in my visions came to me and was like what are you talking about <laughs> and it was over me just a black spirit and I was like oh okay yeah it came from me and haunted you because yeah. you threatened it and then you felt like there was brightness on the one side of you and you were warmer and then the other side was cold and dark yeah and then when I moved to the other side I saw a black um a black like black water that didn't you can see through it all right it's non-transparent and then in the in the reflection was the grim reaper right and then from there i kind of like was like oh okay maybe i'll exit the room right and take him away or something we got really hippy dippy about it but then you did you disappeared and i disappeared and you took the energy with you and then you came back and you said whoa i can feel the energy in the room right now it's yeah. totally different and then there was like a sort of flutter in the light when I came back into the room that I didn't see before. Right. It was like flickering really fast, like a frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said that the darkness was kind of gone at that point, right? 
Yeah, I feel like we killed my darkness and I feel like my goal going into my journey was to overcome fear and anxiety. And when I went into my journey at first, I was like, I feel fine. I feel fine. And then I was like, whoa, I don't feel anything. (laughs) And then when I laid down and closed my eyes and went deeper, everything was black and I started getting these visions of green eyes and they were all staring at me. And I looked up the meaning so it can be the eye of God or eye is a representation of power and a symbolism of overcoming things. And I remember knowing I was in a dark battle when I was in my trip and I was like, oh boy, I asked for this, but like, this is, I'm happy I'm not alone. This is not enjoyable. And then my, I remember my body temperature completely shifting and I got ice cold while I was fighting this battle. And like I said to you, I need you to wrap me in a blanket. And you giggled because you were in your giddy part of your journey. And you're like, hee, 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 she's high. And then you put a blanket on me when I was freezing cold. And then what, like, give or take whatever amount of time had passed, I was boiling hot and sweating. And every, it felt like every time I beat the war, this white light was shining through the blackness. And then I had evolved to a different level, like in a video game. But that level had like browns and greens and other colors and then was again overcome by darkness and so I felt like I went through maybe what felt like one third of a journey of fights that I'm gonna have to go through with the thickness of the fears that I have Mm -hmm. and then I needed you to face them so when I held your hand I felt like you were taking a lot of that energy out of me and purifying it and making it better because you've spent so much time and attention grounding yourself that for me it's just about finding my light through the darkness but then it got really funny because we were both kind of done with that and we experienced a way shorter trip than we expected to like we heard six to eight hours but you ended up making this tea do you want to tell people what you did as the concoction since you're um a talented musician but you're also a forager and you were able to integrate your hunted food into the concoction that you made yeah so reishi mushroom uh, and lion's mane mushroom were two other mushrooms that i put in the concoction we did three grams of psilocybin and then one gram of reishi and about um, another gram of lion's mane all together and reishi mushroom has a lot of similar properties to uh, psilocybin but it doesn't have like the psychedelic property mm-hmm. um, and i find it helps to round off and just like give more energy to the high and not like have it be so edgy but it could be mushroom dependent because I haven't right. tried it with all the mushrooms that I've tried but these mushrooms specifically with reishi give me like an energetic positive high all the time and then lion's mane is good for creating new neuropathways while psilocybin supposedly like helps to break old ones so psilocybin helps you break old habits and then lion's mane helps you build new connections for for new thoughts and right um, so those two go really well together and reishi really just kind of enhances the psilocybin. Yeah. And it also made it taste enjoyable versus tasting like poop. Cause I heard that it can actually taste really disgusting. Yeah. Well, I think some of them are actually still grown in like cow poop too. So like, <laughs> these mushrooms were, um, poopy grown indoors on a substrate, I assume. Cause they don't really taste poopy. Yeah. So then we get to the funny part of our journey where... I went outside (laughs) and I said, babe, the grass is breathing. (laughs) And you were just, at that point you were like coming down from yours, but I had drank my tea after you. So I was still like 
in the fun part of mine. Like I just fought a battle and I felt like I won. And then I was outside just staring at grass and you're laughing at me because you know how innocent I am and I've never touched anything. And then you're like, oh, I've been here before. And I was like, the grass is breathing. It was literally moving up and down. And then your water hose was going through the grass and I was like, is your hose normally this yellow? And you're like, yes. <laughs> and then what did I do when we sat down on the chair outside? I got really hungry. You got hungry and you asked me to make you a sandwich. A sandwich. Sandwich. Make me a deli sandwich. <laughs> so I drove to the store and grabbed deli, <laughs> cheese, bread, tomato, and lettuce mayo and made a deli sandwich <laughs> classic deli sandwich it was so good I'm, i was so hungry because they do say that you have to not eat before you have your experience so we were hungry we hadn't eaten since basically the night before outside of a couple of little things here and there in the morning so mm -hmm. we needed to refuel and recharge yeah it went through as fast maybe for that reason too also because we took the tea yeah then we got the giggles and everything was making us giggle and then we started crying with giggles Mm -hmm. Very common on shrooms. Yeah. I mean, I'm always giggling, so it's really hard to tell if I'm high or not. But it was actually the end of it was a lot less scary. And then you left to get my sandwich. <laughs> and uh, I was staring at my thighs in silence. And I started to see, like, henna Indian-inspired designs on my legs. And you came inside and I was like, Michael my legs have Indian <laughs> designs on them. It was like going in and out of design and I was asking it, what are you trying to tell me? Because I felt like the design was a message, mm -hmm. but I just kept seeing eyeballs my whole journey in the design and in the, the fight and all of that. And I think that the eyes are the window to your soul and the answers are always within yourself. And I think I fought a battle and now I need to just truly know that if I look within, I'll always be able to see and know the answer hmm. but we do plan on getting me to try soon microdosing, which is doing is it 0.2 grams of shrooms mainly for management purposes of like when you have anxious or depressed moments it helps you just lighten that energy right mm -hmm. yeah 0.1 to 0.2 they say okay and then you can do that frequently if you need you don't really get high you just feel a little bit loosey-goosey yeah People recommend doing it every other day, um, max, because if you do it every day, you get desensitized to it. Right. So, yeah, like skip a day kind of thing. Right. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens when I do that. Mm. Do you have anything else to recommend to people about shroomy experiences? Would you recommend they do them with their partner? Yeah, yeah. If you're in a good place with your partner, which you should be if your partner's, um, then definitely. Okay. Yeah, do it with your partner. We had a great time. I felt like it was really helpful for you for me to be there. Mm -hmm. And also helpful f for me for you to be there. Very much so. I felt like my positive trip was influenced by just feeling good around you and with yeah. you there. So That's sweet. Are you sure that the clouds that you saw weren't because you've been in heaven since we started dating? No, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been all the reason in the world. Well, I love you. Love you too. Thank you for that journey. Sure. Should we kiss this out? Yes. <laughs>